This episode of the Aqua Minority is brought to you by GoDaddy. Whether you have a new idea or established business, the key to success online starts with a great donor name. Because we love you, Aqua Misfits, we want to give you 30% off your order. So go to trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority and start ruling the internet. Again, that's trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority. Say 30%. Now let's start the show. All right. Ready. Welcome to the Aqua Minority Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Gigi Shuttlesworth, aka Matt Ryan. This is episode 62. I'm running solo this week. Lady Godiva is currently somewhere in the Waikiki's, Hawaii. Her and her friend Kelly, they went on a girl's trip. So we're either going to be bailing them out of jail and getting great stories on the podcast, or they're, she's probably taking pictures of the sun and the moon or something like that. But either way it goes, I hope I'm your favorite host of the podcast because you're stuck with me even if i'm not your favorite you're stuck with me it's no alternate universe where you could just listen to solely her so we're going to get into this i hope y'all have been having a good week i wanted to talk about insecure first but I, before i get to that if you're listening to this podcast be sure to share this on all social media as instagram twitter tumblr facebook myspace youtube whatever else you consume your social media hell black planet if you're on there so you know use that use the hashtag the awkward minority and awkward misfits also follow us on all social media at the awkward minority unless you're on twitter then it's minority awkward and you can also tweet lady Godiva and tell her how much you miss her probably ask for like what what's some what's a famous thing in hawaii spam you can ask her to bring y'all back some spam you know, her 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 Instagram is Words by Lady G. Her Twitter is Arabic Dream. Don't I don't I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't ask her for spam. Now that I think about it. I don't know. That's like the popular yo, that's like the popular thing over there is like spam in the islands and like the mountains and the, the tropic the tropical feel and stuff like that. Then she's like all fancy. She had to hide and shit. Like they like, yo, they living, they living it up. So hopefully, but hopefully I don't have to build them out. Or maybe I do have to not, I don't know how to build them out. So yeah, she'll be back next week. So, you know, tweet her your anger. Don't tweet it towards me because I have no control. I'm not a girl. So I stay. Y'all lucky I, I, I don't have no male trips. I don't know. Anyway, I legit was over here trying to think of what do they actually have in Hawaii to offer for them to bring back a keychain. Maybe we get some Aqua Minority keychains for Aqua Minority Misfits, some keychains. Anyway, we actually have a book of the month we're going to read. I don't know. We're going to say the book, the book club. I'll see. I read at a rapper rate. I read, I read this book in a day. So I don't want to say book of the month. It's book of however long it takes you to get it done. So the new book of the, the book club, the Aqua Misfits book club is going to be doing business the Chick-fil-A way. It is by Truett. Kathy, he is the founder of Chick-fil-A. It is an amazing read, and we want you all to check it out. Again, it's Doing Business the Chick-fil-A Way by Troy Kathy, and it is truly amazing. Like, I don't want to talk too much into it because I want y'all to read it, and then we can do a special podcast episode just strictly on that. But a lot of, a lot of, because if, if you, if you are in the South and you're familiar with Chick-fil-A, it's starting to expand more. And in this book, it basically takes you from his childhood up to starting Chick-fil-A because he started another, he has another restaurant in a, in Georgia. It's called the Dwarf House. I don't know why it's called a Dwarf. He don't actually touch on why it's called a Dwarf Grill or why it's called a Dwarf House or whatever. But it's something that is the first one he started. And a lot, at a lot of Chick-fil-A's, you'll see a Dwarf House in front of it. 
So that's where that comes from. It comes from his first place, and he and how he got the idea to do the chick to do um to do the Chick Fil A franchise is amazing. How it's it basically takes you toward it's it, it reinforces everything that I have ever said in my life is even if you have the resources to do something, you shouldn't just do it to do it because a lot of people while he was building up his franchise, a lot of people wanted to come in and he knew and they wanted to do like five hundred in one year, like five five hundred franchises in one year. There's five hundred restaurants he said i don't want to do that not again i'm not spoiling the book for you because this this part of the book is like not even the great that's not in the great parts because it's like i don't even want to do he said i don't want to do that and it was like why you can make so much money he's like i'd rather have the businesses in place that i have right now because i know that my quality maintains throughout because this man he is all about the quality and integrity of the company. He wants to make sure that this is, he said he treat his employees like it's a marriage. Like when he brings in a manager or, you know, a store operator, it's like a marriage. It's blood in blood. It's basically like a gang. He, he refers to it as a marriage, but it's a gang. It's blood in and blood out. You're not, you know, he said he want to make it so great in, in the relationship that you don't want to leave because they wanted to have like agreements that people sign or whatever. He was like, nah, we can keep the same agreement from when we started the first one. You're going to want to, you're going to love working here so much. That you're not going to leave. I think he says in the um in the operate, you know, the operators, the general managers, he said like the turnover rate per year is like one percent. So that's very that's very minute. That's probably like one person leaving in a year. And it's probably to go to a better opportunity. Cause he do believe in going to better opportunities. So it's like he wanna make sure if you leave Chick-fil-A, it's to go to a better place. It wasn't because you were treated badly. He said up until shit, up until the point. Up until the point of the thousand restaurant, he interviewed everybody that was the general manager. Like he interviewed them personally. So he has a hand, he has this hand on experience that I love about him. Like he, he felt that he didn't, cause Chick-fil-A is a, is still a, um, a privately owned company. He felt like how I feel about me. It's like, I'm not going to allow people to buy stock in a company because then I feel bad if the, if the stock is not doing what you projected to do. So then as you're feeling bad, you're going to feel like, damn, I let this person down and you're going to end up going out of your pocket to pay for it. Because again, he's not about, cause corporations are, are about the money. So it's like, oh, you, you bought stock and it's not doing as good as you thought it was. Well, okay. You're fucked to the, you know, to the person that bought the stock. And he looked at it from another point because he was like, he would just go out of his pocket and pay for that person. So he said, instead of him doing that, he might as well just not let people get into it because then it hurt, you know, it hurts to see people. Fa- he don't, he do not like to see somebody not making money, you know, not being in a position to feed their family. So you take that again. This is not the good parts, but I'm taking, I'm talking about all the parts that are not the good parts because when we talk about it in depth in the episode, we're going to do about it. You're going to love it. So. Oh, it's some good shit I could talk about too. Because again, this book, you know, doing business the Chick Fil A way, it's not one of those cheesy self help books or ch- one of those books. Because I got this book a while ago, and I never, and I feel bad because I never, I never read it. But I can lie to you. He actually, actually, you know, he passed away in 2014. He actually autographed my book, and it has Providence 21, you know, 21 or whatever. Again, I'm not going to spoil the book because, oh, my God, that part, that that shit plays so pivotal in this book. But, yeah, he actually autographed my book and I never got a chance to, around to read it because I was so busy and I was into other stuff. And I thought it was like a cheesy, a cheesy, a cheesy self-help book because my mom, my mom, I shouldn't put that in. A family member of mine landed like the landed duck, landed duck Chick-fil-A count. 
like the like the whole overall brand, like the whole thousand stores account or whatever, doing whatever they do. I'm not gonna put their business out there. I'm pretty sure you can guess it. it's, it's advertising. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's advertising. It's advertising. Not my mom. I don't know. I said my mom. My mom didn't die. Advertising. But you know, so I'm saying so advertising. I don't know. I just. I, my bad, I had a humble brag. That was a humble brag. But yeah, so, so, mine, so it's autographed. So I never got a chance to read it because I thought it was a really cheesy book. So I got around to reading it today. And I was like, yo, I was actually tweeting about it on Twitter too, you know, J, at J Vars is on Mars, J A V A R I S or whatever. I was tweeting about it. And I was like, I can't put this shit. I couldn't put it down. I read it. I read, I read it today and finished it today because it's just that good of a book. Like this man. Aside from there, he's very, he, he's heavenly Christian or whatever. So like a lot of his ideologies come from that. So that explains why Chick-fil-A is closed on, he explains why it's closed on Sundays too. So it's like, it's a lot of things in this book that I love. My favorite, but, but again, I don't want to spoil it. For, oh my God. I don't want to spoil it for y'all. I can't wait for y'all. I'm so, I'm so anxious to discuss this one with y'all. This is kind of like when we were talking about Brave New World and I'm so anxious about Brave New World, but this is good. I can't wait to discuss this with y'all. I cannot wait to discuss this book with y'all. But anyway. So, in the book, in the book, this is the last time I'm talking about the book. In the book, he talk about unexpected opportunities. Like, always be open to unexpected opportunities. And that made me think of basically life. Because a lot of people, they get an opportunity to do internships. And they don't want to do them because it's not being paid. And to me, as a person who owns a company and runs a company, if I let you do a, um unpaid internship that means i'm allowing you to fuck up on my dime because if i because if i pay you that means i expect you to know what you're doing so then you have a different aspect of how to do things for me i remember I, when i was younger i used to take every internship you give me into some because for one you need to do it right in high school because you have no bills you have no responsibilities you can you know you can just go do it and i remember that opened the door for me a lot was those unpaid internships that's why i met mark jacobs you know i met you know, I mean, ever speaking of Mark Jacobs, Fashion Week is coming up. Everybody, I'm gonna go ahead and apologize in advance if you text me or you call me and I don't respond in a timely manner like I usually do because Fashion Week is um is it gets nuts. But yeah, Fashion Week coming up Thursday, New York. You out if you out and about, holla at me. I can sneak you into a couple shows. Actually, let me not let me not say. Depend. I, j- just say hello. I'm not gonna say I can sneak into shows. Then people be trying to get snuck into shows. I don't know when Kanye West's show is. His shit's still on the wraps. We don't even know what that is. It's not gonna be on the first day. Mark, but Mark's is Mark. Mark Jacobs is gonna be the first day. He norm- he's normally a he's normally a week closer. You know, I'm sorry to all the fans that don't like fashion, but he normally closes the week out. He's opening the week this week, so that should be that should be pretty interesting to see what he does. Then you got the Louis Vuitton Tommy Hilfiger. Is going to be in the Paris show. He's not going to. He's not going to do a, um, a New York one this year. He's going to do Perry. He's going to do Lee Perry. You know. So so he hasn't. So Tommy hasn't stopped making clothes. So don't hit me up about that. Yo, Tommy Hilfiger sent me this 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 pocket tie. Right, this pocket square. When I say that's the most beautiful feeling silk I have ever felt in my life. Oh my gosh! Shout out to Tommy Hilfiger. Y'all know this my y'all know this my man, man. That's my homie. I, I still I still want to do a couple of things with Tommy Hilfiger, but yeah, but yeah. Anyway, back to the back to the topic. So you always got to be open for unexpected, unexpected opportunities. I'm a lead. I'm a um. Uh, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that whole talk about the unexpected opportunities for that podcast episode because 
that shit touched me in my soul because if it wasn't for unexpected opportunities, I wouldn't even be here right now. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have my own platform. I would be somewhere stuck behind somebody else's brand, having to succumb to whatever they wanted to do all because of me not believing in myself or believing that the, believing that people telling, you know, that publishers telling me no at 18 was an opportunity for me to get older. By the way, my birthday is Saturday, and I'm really thinking about that, and I'm fucking cool. Like, so that, that no at 18 turned into me being able to be able to branch out and do my own thing for all these years later. And that's like an unexpected opportunity, but I don't know. I'll talk more about that later. We'll talk more about that on that podcast episode. I wouldn't want to talk about it right now, but I don't, but y'all haven't read the book. So y'all need to go out and read the book, Doing Business, the Chick-fil-A way. Chew it, Kathy. Go get it right now on Amazon. Go get it right now at Barnes and Noble. Go get it right now at any chick. I don't at any chick. I don't know if they're not. They sell them at Chick Fil A's. They should sell them at Chick Fil A. But get this book. This book will. It's, this book is amazing, and I do not want y'all to miss out on the great opportunities that we're gonna be talking about on there. <laughs> Which is okay. One last story. Okay, one last story. I can't. I can't help it. <laughs> So in the book, he talk about how he, cause he teaches, he teaches Sunday school. He, cause again, he's very heavily religious. So even though he gives the employee Sunday off, he's at church. You know, he, he, that's, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't force you to go to church. So that would be like a Vans working at, at Chick-fil-A. You, you, you know, you at least know you're getting one day off every week of the weekend. So anyway, he talks about how he was teaching the Sunday school and this young man, he didn't have a car. And he was a really good young man and he wanted to give him a car. So he told the young man to look over these tapes. He said, I want you to read all these tapes and we can discuss them. And no, he would keep in touch with the young man and the young man because of the young man to be like, yeah, I'm going to read them. You know, and it was like, he said he kept on giving them, you know, he kept on saying, you, you know, have you read the tapes? He kept on asking him, have you read the tapes? I'm going to read, at least to me, at least the young man was honest and say he didn't. But he was like, I'm not, I haven't read them yet. I'm going to read them. He said, he kept on saying, I'm going to read them. I'm going to read them. Trust me. I'm going to read them. So he said after a month, he got to the point where he was like, okay, bring me my tapes. So he said he brought, he, the, man, the young man brought him the tapes and they sat in his office and they listened to him. And he said he got to the end of the last one and he let the young man hear. And he got really uncomfortable. He let the young man hear that he had recorded his own message over it saying that I want to bless you with a car of your choice. Any car, I want to buy it for you. Just for you believing in me and believing, believing, believing in the word, you know, believing in the word of God, praying or whatever, that you read these tapes. Just because off the strength, off the strength of me asking you to do this. I want to bless you with the car, but he didn't read it. I mean, he didn't, he didn't, he, um, he didn't listen to the tapes, which is funny because when he gave me this book, I didn't read this book. And like, after I read that, after I read that part, I started looking at the book thinking I had like some, you know, thinking like some, he was going to offer me like a million dollars in here or something. And it wasn't in it, but so it's like a lot of missed opportunities are always. So, so it's a lot of things in life. If you just take the time to do it, then it's a blessing at the end. Cause think about all the times you have told somebody, you know, somebody had asked the bar, you know, somebody had asked the, somebody said they were going to do something for you and they was going to do it for, you know, and they, and they told you they were going to do it. They gave you their word. They were going to do it. And you was like, damn, for them being so nice, I'm going to do something nice for them in return. So you done already did the nice thing or you getting ready to do the nice thing. And that, and that thing that person promised you they were going to do, they didn't do it. Cause I know, I know me personally, I have a friend, right? I have a friend. Well, I, I'm not say friend. We're not friends anymore. I had this friend who was a rapper. He was a very good rapper. 
this was around the time when I first started in the industry. So I was very, so I was very in tune. I was very in tune with the um, radio stations. V, we're going to say V103 or whatever. Shout out to Greg Street or whatever. So, and you know, I played on, cause I played on the basketball team at the Hot 107.9 team. So it's like you met all these DJs and all this other stuff. So, you know, so you, you're in tune with these people. And I remember telling, I remember telling the DJ, Hey, my friend's a rapper. He's really good. Cause I, mind you, I never bugged him for, I have never in my life up to this point asked him for anything. I didn't ask them for, you know, I didn't ask them to be, you know, you know, you know, the cool, you know, the cool shit people used to do back in the day. Hey, leave a voicemail on my phone. No, it's like you knew, you knew, people knew I was doing shit in the industry, but they know what the fuck I do. You know, I do, I do fashion, by the way. I do fashion, by the way. If y'all don't know, that's because really, that's really funny. A lot of people that listen to this um, podcast, they don't know that Kadir is a professional poet, and I do fashion. Like I, 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 I got a clothing brand, Sancoin, S A N Q U O N dot com. You know, check that out. We got a campaign going with Amber Rose. So you know, we have like a lot of shit we got going on, but a lot of people don't know that. A lot of y'all just know us because we do a podcast, which is which is cool that you found us. Because I, I always thought everybody found us out the other way. But anyway, so I got yeah. So again, I had a friend. He was a rapper. He had an amazing record. It was an amazing record. And I really believed in it. So I, you know, I'm bigging him up to the, um, to the DJ and he go, okay, tell him to send it to me. Tell him to send it to me, the edited version. And I'll play it on the radio. So he gets, so I tell my friend or whatever. I tell my friend, he, he goes, okay, cool. He never sends it. To this day, he has never sent it. Well, it don't matter to this now that he's in. But this has been like, it was like six, seven years ago, whatever. He never sent the record. The record was huge. And I remember at one point, he had said, okay, well, play it. You know, well, play it for me. And then I played it for him. He said, that record is amazing. He said, that is a hit. Like, I don't I don't even have a record anymore. But I mean, he he lost his mind for it. But he couldn't play it because he needed the consent. He need not only did he need the consent, he needed the consent of my friend to play it but at the same time even if he didn't have the consent he could he probably could have played it but you didn't send it to him he asked you for the record i asked you for the record and you never sent it to him well he asked he asked me to ask you so it's like you you missed that you blew that opportunity so to this day i get i get heckled about not fucking hate it it's always funny so that's like that's one up. So that's like so it's like you miss opportunities. I had a friend that missed the. Oh my god, we're not gonna talk about that. We're not gonna talk about this one. So it's like it's uh, it's like me. I always try to make sure I'm in position where if a blessing comes, that blessing comes. Because just speaking of Fashion Week, one year Jay Z wore like one of my designs to Fashion Week, and it was just off me sending it because they asked for it. It wasn't even, it was like, hey, you know, if you, you know, you want to give us, you know, one of his managers like, you want to give us some shit, you know, give us some shit. And I'm like, okay, no, okay, you know, I'm thinking this man ain't never going to wear this shit, you know, you know what I'm saying? But then he ended up pop up at the fashion show. I think it was like, what is it, like 09 or something? It was some random year. It was the year with Kanye West. It, it was the year 808 Heartbreak came out. It was that year. So yeah, that, so yeah, so it's like opportunities always come to you. If you're open for him, it, ever since then, you know, Jay, you look at Jay Z. I think he was wearing a um a peace shirt. It has the, it has Arabic. It has the word has peace in Arabic. It has peace in English. It has peace peace in script or whatever. So it's like you. So it's like people start fucking with you since then. All the I just all off the script of you just sending the shit. You I didn't go because I because at that time I think at that time I ain't had no I had no money just to be sending out shit. 
I'm I'm a teenager. You want some? I'm thinking. Oh, you want something? Okay, give me. You gonna send me twenty dollars for this shirt? I de- I never asked for them. Yo, if they, I think they a lot of people buy shit. I think a lot of people buy shit just now, which is funny because back in the day I've been like, man, because that because you know that never went through my mind. I was like, oh shit, opportunity. So I looked at it. Even I'm giving them something for twenty dollars, and you probably you you know it's a good look for me. So it end up being a good look for me. We end up getting a lot of boutiques or whatever. So. Sancorn still has relationships with storage. Just, just, you know, I just, oh shit, you know, just off script for that. So always, always recognize the opportunities to do something. What Charlemagne God says, always recognize the opportunity when it's not attached to a paycheck. Everything doesn't come with money. I'm, which is, I'm not, I'm going to say the rest. Cause I got a lot of stories like that that I can say for the podcast. Cause I'm, I used to do shit. I used to do shit for everybody. I used to do like a lot of free shit and end up, end up with the, end up with the Louis Vuitton account. Doing that, doing that, during the Steve Sprouts video. So it's like, it's a lot of shit. That was, that was, that was the humblest of brags. So it's like, you never, so you never know what people want to acknowledge from you to get to the point where you got to, you know, where you don't even have to do it no more for free. Even, so it's like, always look out for the opportunities. Wow. As you see, I love that. So again, I love the, I cannot wait to do that podcast because I got so much to say about that shit. So, you know, keep that in mind. Y'all go out and buy the book. Doing business, the Chick Fil A way. Chew it, Kathy. It's amazing. Inspire more people because that book is. I can't wait to have a discussion with y'all. Awkward Misfits. Let me know y'all get the book so we can do that. But okay, this episode of the Awkward Minority is sponsored by HBO's new show, The Deuce. The Deuce tells the story of the legalization and rise of the porn industry in New York City, beginning in the 1970s. Some of the themes that are explored in this show includes the violence of the drug epidemic and the resulting real estate boom that burst in the succumbing years. So when you get a chance, make sure you head over to HBO Go or HBO Now because The Deuce, which premieres September 10th on HBO can be seen right now in a special event screening. So head over to HBO Go and HBO Now and be sure to let us know what you think about this show. It stars James Franco and also features some of the fan favorites from The Wire. Again, The Deuce. Sundays, 9 o'clock, HBO. Or watch event screening on HBO Go or HBO Now. Y'all been waiting for it. I'm going to skip over all the other shit I was going to talk about. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Let's talk about Insecure. Now, if you remember last week, Daniel splattered all over Issa. You know, she didn't see it coming. She lost the eye. Rest in peace of her wounded eye. So this week in Insecure, which was called Hella Disrespectful, it starts with Issa and Molly talking about the situation where... She gets, she gets, she gets, you know, she get the kids, she get the kids, the kids go, the kids got dropped off at her on her face. So, you know, the kids playing on her face, you know, and instead of, and this is the part where it trips me out. Molly, Molly just a ride and die ass friend because Molly hears this and she goes, oh, we can get some eggs and we gonna, we gonna splat this nigga up. We gonna splat this nigga up or whatever. It's like, okay, wait. So it's like, wait, time out, Molly. You don't find it weird that she's mad about this too. So it's like, so it's like I had to stop for a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. So neither one of y'all using any kind of rational bout of sense. I'm like, but then again, that's a ride die friend. Cause I, as I said, as I said, the Kadir one time, I say, if you got beef, I got beef, but, but, but in private, 
I'm gonna tell you, you, you tripping, girl. If it's some, you, I'm gonna tell you it's a trip. Like if a girl step on, if, a, if somebody step on Lady Godiva's shoe, and then she wanna go beat the person up, I'm like, nah, don't, just brush your shoe off, just brush your shoe off. And you'll be like, yeah, we can go ride up on this motherfucker, and we can hit this motherfucker. No, you, you girl, you beefing. No, you beefing for stupid reasons. Like Issa, Issa's beefing for stupid reasons. That man bust in your face. That is goddamn. That is that's just the name of the game. You a sucking a dick, girl. That would happen when you suck a dick sometimes. You just get kids on your face. So anyway, so this one, so I guess they're in the trust. You know, they're in the trust tree. You done shared that you got bust in the face or whatever. She done said she'll hit a nigga with some eggs. She'll do drive-by egging of them. So you, so that's when Molly goes, yeah, I, I'm still fucking drunk. <laughs> Which is like, oh, okay, so it is this dumb, dumb girl anonymous because you got one being dumb and you got the other one being totally dumb on two different sides of the spectrum because, girl, he gets married. You know this man is married, so Issa don't pass any judgment. So then it goes, because I would have been like, yo, bruh, I don't try to judge people, but don't you think you're a little wild and you kind of catching, you catching feelings for a married nigga. You cannot have this man. He is married, but you know, they brush it off and then it cuts to, it cuts to Lawrence and Lawrence and his coworkers are talking and he trying to, and they're asking him about what he did that night. He trying to be cool and play it to, to, to our eyes. He trying to be cool. He's like, yeah, I went and went home or whatever. And then his coworkers are like, you went home. Well, such and such pondera. Pondry, Pondry, is her name Pondry? We can call it Pond. Pondry, Pondry said y'all hanging out. It's like, oh shit, yo, yo, what the fuck? And you go, know, he tried to play it off or whatever. So, so it's like Lawrence, 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 and all all in, intents and purposes was trying to do the right thing by downplaying what him and Pondry had going. I hope her name's Pondry because I'm sure calling her Pondry for some reason. I don't even know. So it's like he's trying to play it down like, yo, yeah, we, we kind of had a thing. We, you know, no, you know, like he's trying to keep, he's trying to do the right thing, which is not have everybody in your business where you work at. Cause that's not a good thing. So she's like, yeah, it was just on some friendship. So that, that's already, that's already a fuck up. That's already setting up the fuck up because Lawrence, you jumping into too many, you jumping into too many women's panties, man. You got to work out the one you got. <laughs> so then, then you know, then it cuts to you know, then it cuts to Molly and Laurel. Laurel, Laurel done shot his shot completely, shoot his shot. But Molly too caught up in the fact that she fucking drove that she don't, she don't care. She don't care. She like, oh, whatever, dude. Like I'm, and yeah, whatever. Like you trying to holler at me? You trying to shoot your shot? That's cool, but nah. So she brushes him. So she brushes him off. Then Issa, she has, then Issa finally finds out what the little, what the white girl, I don't know the white girl name. Ooh, that sounds bad. The white girl. The white girl. Ooh. The white, ooh. The white girl. What does she finally figure, Issa finally figures out what the white girl's saying, which is the white girl saying that, you know, this black principal, it's kind of fucking racist. And Issa, all of her feelings, Cannot face the fact that this this girl's telling her the truth. So then she finally asked the little boy on the bus because she because she runs to him on the bus because they got the same bus route because you know Easy crashed her car by looking at some dicks on the phone. So she done crashed her crashed her car because she got dick picked, whatever. And he's like, well, you know, Mister Gaines, he won't let us in. The, he won't let us, you know, he won't let me in the class or whatever. He told me it was full. So then she got to face the realization that what the white girl was telling her is true is that. 
that motherfucker is a racist. <laughs> and then, then, then this show, this show is just crazy because Issa was taking L's all over the place. Issa and Molly just taking all kind of confusing L's because then it cuts to that. Then it cuts to Molly and Dro. And Dro's coming into Molly's crib. What the fuck? With groceries. This nigga, this nigga done went out and got groceries. He is now in her crib with groceries. So he come in with the groceries and he tries to give her her key. And she go, nah, you can keep it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where the fuck up happens. You have now given a man that you're not, that you are not mutually seeing a key. Not only are you not mutually seeing this man, not only have you caught feelings for this man, but again, this man is married. This man should not have a key to your house. You are just supposed to be a fuck buddy. You supposed to fuck him every now and then and y'all get the fuck on. How the hell you catch relate? How the hell you catch feelings in the, in the, in, in this? How are you catching it? Molly just dumb. Molly, we thought Molly can't, Molly ain't seen, Molly ain't seen her damn therapist since, since episode one. Like the therapist is the thing, the therapist done died. The therapist done moved on. She ain't even seen the therapist no more. The, the therapist is disgusted. Molly is falling all the way out the way. Cause she done gave draw a key. Then to make matters worse, she done gave draw a key and she done committed a cardinal sin that I don't appreciate her, her doing. She takes out the popcorn that little rail done gave her and then she re-gifts it to draw. Man, listen, that's the most, yo, that's some of the most disrespectful shit I've ever seen in my life. I have seen this happen one time in my life and I'm just, I, I, I thought a fight was going to follow, follow after it. Cause you know, I check, you know, my mom's charity team elite. We do, um, fish fries. We, we do fish fries, um, barbecue plates. You know, we, we grill, we be grilling and stuff or whatever. And I'm me personally, I'm big on, well, you know, they say a lot of people don't give back in the hood, but do people actually go do fundraisers in the hood to give people the ability to give back? So we do it in the hood. Mind you, I'm not from the hood, but you know, we go in there, bank, our bank head, you know, our bank head, you know, where bank head courts used to be, not my bad, where born home used to be. So on that road, I spent a lot of time on that road. I shouldn't have been on that road. I don't know what the hell I was doing back in the day. I was a bad little child. I was that suburban kid that used to go to the, yeah. But I ain't never do no dirt. I just used to hang out with my friends because they was my only black friends for the basketball team. I didn't want to hang out in the suburbs with all these 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 people that went playing basketball, hanging in the house and shit. But anyway, so we was in the, so we're in the hood, right? We're in the hood, and this dude was selling like this dude like rolled up like he sells fruit, and the, the dude because there was a dude across the street from us. He was doing a car wash. He was nice enough to you know. Tell people, you know, why you getting your car washed? You should go get some, um, go get some foods for a great cause for lupus. You know, they're doing lupus, but you know, but cause y'all know both of my brothers have lupus. So it's like, we're doing like, we do the lupus walk every year. So it's like, you know, go help them out, man. You know, they do, they do the little lupus walk. And I was like, yeah, we'll give charity. Man, we, we, you know, someone, so many people come out for these things that it warms my heart. Cause it's like, again, it reinforces the hood fucks with charity. If you give the hood a chance to fuck with it. So. The dude come over with the little um, fruit stuff. He was like, yeah, you know, you know, so they had to do the dude, the car wash. He was like, yeah, you know, this man, he do, he does a little fruit thing. You know, I buy fruit from him. So he was buying some fruit from him. And he, 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 he been hit on this one lady that was with us all day. He been, you know, they've been, they've been flirting back and forth. Boom, 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 bada, bing. Cool. So. He goes and he buys some fruit. He said, you want some fruit, baby? She said, yeah, I want some fruit. So she buy him some, so she, he buys her some fruit, right? Five minutes later, 
this motherfucker try to pat, try to give this other dude because she been flirting with him and she been flirting with the other dude. So she was getting it from both angles. She was trying to, get, she was trying. Somebody was going. She was trying to see who gonna who gonna win, who gonna win the jackpot, which was her, I guess. I don't know. I, I went. I went. I went. Particularly, I didn't particularly follow that. Okay. But you know, anyway, shout out to her. I, I almost threw a name out there. Shout out to her. So, so she asked the dude, the other dude she been flirting with, you want some fruit? And I'm looking like, oh shit. Cause you just ain't gonna offer no another nigga fruit to another nigga. You know that was wrong. So he thought, so, oh, so, th- mind you, this man wasn't paying no attention to it. The car wash dude. The car wash dude turns his head from across the parking lot at the right moment to see her feeding this nigga some fruit. And I was like, it's going down. <laughs> it's going down, James Brown. Oh, hell no. Man, arguments happen. They just say argument happened. And good lord. It was shout out. Anyway, I ain't no, I ain't no snitch. No, nobody got, nobody got shot or nothing. It was just, it was just the argument happened. I, I, I ain't no snitch. But anyway, so yeah, so so Molly committing cardinal sins. You can't be giving another man's food or a, that's like if a man buy you a, that's like if a man buy you a DVD or something and you give it to another nigga. Like that's disrespectful. You can't because you're already regifting a gift. It's disrespectful. You do not disrespect this man like that. That's rude. Okay. This man is single. He ain't trying to have them problems. You out here trying to get your freak on with a married man. So fuck, fuck that. She fucking up. So. As there, as she giving her, as she giving the gift that she got away, Dro's like, oh, you know, uh, me, me and Candace are coming to the dinner. And then Molly gets the realization that you just a side piece, girl. Like you keep on, like it's so many things that keep on popping up that keep on letting her know that she a side piece. So then she gets all down about it or whatever. Then it cuts to Issa and Issa is talking about it. Well, you know, Issa's finding out about the party. Mind you, what? Whole killer, whole killer. Shout out the whole killer. She was wearing like a whole killer shirt. She had the killer can shirt on, and I immediately thought a whole killer. And I tweeted her like, "Yo, thank you for letting Issa wear your can run shirt on Insecure because that is definitely you. Because y'all know, y'all know, y'all listen to Good Morning Beautiful podcast. Whole killer, you know, freak freak bay. She like call herself or whatever. She likes killer cam. You know, that's a that's a nigga. Don't y'all try her. I don't know how it's her nigga and. Yeah, yeah, and the other girl. I don't, what's Cameron girlfriend? I don't know Cameron girlfriend name. I was about to fuck her name up, so I try to stop. I try to stop mid sentence. Like it sounds fucked up. But anyway, they share. They share Cameron. I'm joking, by the way. I'm joking. Please don't make that a headline. I see that. I see that headline now. TMZ. Cameron has two girlfriends. But that'll be funny. But anyway, that's a joke. That's a joke. But that's really her nigga. She would cut you. Julia. Julia. What the fuck? Julia, Bully, Julia, Bullia. What the fuck? Anyway, so anyway, so she finds out. So Issa finds out that Lawrence is coming. So Molly, so she screenshots it. She sends it to Molly because you know this is what girls do. They they want to screenshot shit and ask questions. And Molly was like, "Girl, nah, I ain't know about Lawrence coming." She's like, "You sure you know?" She's like, "Yes, I ain't know, motherfucker." And then so. So Issa goes and she tries. I guess she she searches Lawrence on Facebook and she finds out she's blocked, like completely blocked, like all the way blocked. Like you can't even search this man's name. And then she gets mad, which brought me to the realization of this: you cannot be mad if somebody blocked you on Facebook, because most of the time, because because it probably has nothing to do with you. They could be so sad about seeing you. 
on Facebook that it brings them pain. So for them to block it, which which is which is a screen that you blocked out, it's just I personally was just unfriended her much, unfriended her ass if it was like that. But he could be tired of seeing you on Facebook. That's just bringing him pain, you know. He was like, man, because remember he was sitting in that room with his feelings and shit, you know what? What uh, what his friends say you should get chat with chat say you should get you should get you should get two rooms, one for you to sleep in, one for all your fucking feelings. So you know Lawrence is in that room with his fucking feelings, and then he was looking at Issa with Daniel and all that shit, and he was looking at their other friend doing some stupid ass hot pepper video. He was just getting mad. So in the heat of the moment, hell yeah, he blocked her. His feelings hurt. His feelings hurt. He got cheated over her. So his feelings hurt. So hell yeah, he blocked you. And then you getting all mad. Talking, oh, this will be doing my... Yo, Issa raps me on point, though. She was like, this is what you doing, my nigga? With them pussy... She said, them motherfucking pussy-ass fingers. You blocked me, my nigga? Like, my tumbo, my nigga? Like, this will be doing, my nigga? I was like, get him, Issa. Get him, Issa. You trash, too, Issa. You trash. You mad because that nigga blocked you. But yo, get him, Issa. Get him. With the motherfucking raps. You blocked me, my nigga. This will be doing, my nigga. What's good, my nigga? It, it, which made it really funny because she had the camera shirt on. So it's like, I'm la- I'm dying at the raps. But I'm dying at the camera shirt, too. So you got the camera shirt on and the raps. So that shit was... That shit was crazy. But we just gonna... We, honestly, I'm gonna skip some of this shit. Because some of this shit... Fuck, fuck most of this shit. Because the, then you got Lawrence. Lawrence... Lawrence, um, Lawrence lets the, the um, ponder... Ponder, Pondera, Pondy, I don't fuck the name all the way up now. Is it completely fucked up? He let old girl know that he got to cancel their drinks because he got to go to his friend's party, and then, he, but his ex gonna be there. That then and there, Lawrence should have had a flashback of him being called a fuck nigga and said, "But I don't want you to come," because she invites herself, and Lawrence gives her that, "Okay, yeah." He gives her like the social cue to be like, but you know, I don't want to come. You know, never mind. But instead of her going, never mind, she goes, okay, I come. So she invites herself and he says yes. And then she, like, he allows it. So now everybody comes to the dinner party. You got Lawrence coming to the dinner party. You got his ex coming to the dinner party. And you got his new boo coming to the dinner party. In the midst of all this, you got Daniel calling Issa. Now listen. Daniel called Issa and he wants to apologize for letting the kids play on her face. And which is really funny because one of my friends texted me and she was like, yo, so this is what she was like, so dudes really do this. And I'm like, really do what? She was like, so dudes really will apologize to us. Y'all really be out here apologizing to us when y'all not in the wrong. And I'm like, you a grown ass woman. You just now realize that dudes will apologize to women just for y'all can get over what the fuck y'all just, just for y'all can think y'all right. Like, like she honestly just came to the realization that dudes would be out here, which probably made her have a flashback of all the dudes she probably dated or the dudes she dating that apologized to her when he was clearly in the right. We do that all the time. All the time. Cause it's not work. Cause it's cause it's not like what. Cause it, what, he like like he basically kind of said to her, which pissed her off. Is it ain't worth it. It's just it's stupid. Like you wrong. You know you wrong. And I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you think you right, but you wrong. That one. That one personally. That's a petty hill to die on. But I probably would have died on that hill. Like I'm not apologizing you for for fucking for for semen coming out of my penis. That what happens. That's life. So you mad. So you mad at me and God because God made dicks like that. God. She made. She made dicks make sure they squirt come out of them. 
So you mad at me and God. So now you telling God what she what she created was wrong. No, nah, I would have died on that pity hill. But he apologizes. And then in the middle of him apologize, he says we're even, like jokingly. And she goes the fuck off. She the, she went You know like sometimes natural you know like sometimes shit happens in society and then you're like who 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 gonna say something stupid first? And then you get on Twitter or Facebook and you see like these 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 crazy concoct theories about shit like yo the cia planted the tacos in america to distract us while they kill everybody with the meat they put inside the you know like crazy shit like i like i seen somebody try to say that hurricane you know hurricane katrina the the um hurricane harvey they're like government and planted things that did shit i'm like these are natural disasters this is not like that was like Beyonce was trying to tell you in the formation video about the hurricane in Houston. Remember, she made it like you Houston was flooded so they could probably they could flood it. So if they want to, that shows that they could flood again. I'm like, y'all stupid ass motherfuckers really be believing this because for one. The formation video was shot in Louisiana, not Houston. Secondly, natural disasters have been happening since the start of time. So the government is not implementing national disasters. Like the government, the government do some pretty fucked up shit. But this is one of the things where it's not an actual thing. So it's like, come on. And by the way, we love that you guys have been donating. You can keep on donating. We're, we're all, we're, we're, the Dr. Minority Podcast. We'll be putting our money towards towards the relief efforts that J.J. Watt is doing because J.J. Watt is a very upstanding citizen. I, st- I, I feel that he's doing the right thing. So what we're doing, youcaring.com backslash J.J. Watt. So, you know, donate. But anyway, where was I? But yeah, she goes, oh, because, you know, he says, you know, he says we're even because, you know, because I, I guess you embarrass me, you embarrass you back. So he's like, she's like, yo, so, you was plotting this, my nigga. You was plotting this, my nigga. How you gonna disrespect me? I'm a dumb man. Let me cry about some stupid shit type stuff. She really thought that he concocted a whole plan for her to come over there and suck his dick for she can blow, for he can blow, let the kids go play on her face. Like, girl, you don't shut the fuck up. You're not crazy. You sound, you sound crazy in them Facebook statuses. So then she gets really mad and hangs up the phone or whatever. Daniel. Daniel, Daniel, my nigga Daniel. Dang, man, it's like, you start to feel bad for Daniel. Like you, Daniel went from being a fuck boy to an upstanding citizen. But Daniel, you, you, she too good for you. I mean, you too good for her. You are too good for her, Daniel. Leave her alone. Leave this crazy ass woman the fuck alone. Because Issa in this show is crazy as shit. Is she? Because this is a petty hill to die on. Like when you talk about petty hills to die on, this is a petty hill. Like how fucking childish are you? This man. Bust a nut, and you're 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 mad at the you're mad at the nigga for busting a nut with you. He ain't even busting nut with the other chick, cause you're already catching feelings for him. But anyway, so she she hangs up with Daniel. She gets in the car, and she has that little funny moment with her with her brother. He's like, "What's wrong with you, girl, niggas?" So it's like, <laughs> that's funny, niggas. Squirt skirt on niggas. Yo, but yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. I'm gonna start using that. What's wrong with you, niggas? I don't know how many people I say that to. That'd be weird. But anyway. Okay. So they get to the you know they get to the they get to the dinner or whatever. I just if you can't tell, I wanna get to the juice. I wanna get to the good. I wanna get to the nitty gritty. They get to the dinner. Issa there. Lawrence, you know, Lisa there, Molly there, Ken's there. They all ha ha ha. Lawrence shows up with his girl and they're like, damn, what the fuck? And you know, <laughs> 
<laughs> Which is funny because you should have, again, Lauren don't never know shit. Lauren should have known that this was going to be like some intimate dinner type shit because this is this their friend Tiffany was talking about. Tiffany is high class. She bougie. She's not having a party with a million people coming over. This is a sit down dinner. They got place cards with her own foot. Her own fun, you know. She got some Cuban. She, I'm not gonna make that. Ooh, she, 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 Loki. She's that bougie black person that makes the racist jokes, and everybody just go, oh, because she got the Cubans that the whole family rolled. The whole family rolled them up for her boyfriend there. You know, so it's like this some bougie shit. This some high class black people bougie shit. So he still sits down with the random, the BK Randy, and they at the end of the table. And all this other shit. So, Issa drinking, you know, as she do. And then, she just storms the fuck out, right? And this is where the fight starts. Because Molly looks at Lauren. Lauren looks at Molly. And Molly gave him that, nigga, you, she, she ran out because of you. So, he, he follows behind her. And they get, they standing outside looking like two trash cans on Rodeo. Because, again, Issa's trash. And Lawrence is just the equally as trash at this point. So they're arguing. And he's like, da 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 And then she, you know, then again, because she has so many petty hills she must die on. So why you block me on Facebook, my nigga? Like, oh, my God. Did you really? Did you really? Did we, we're, in a, we're in a serious heated ass argument. You talking about why you blocked me on Facebook. And he goes, and again, another petty ass he'll die on. Because I don't want to see you out here with the nigga. Oh, actually, there was, a, it was, a, there was I don't I don't even know how to qualify this as an ether line. of was fucked up. He said, because I don't want to see you out here with the nigga. You've cheated on me with the nigga. You fuck. You fuck. Cheat. The dude. The, I can't even get the words out. The dude that you fuck. That you fuck, that you cheated on me with, out here with him. And then she goes in the quick of the moment, I ain't even post no pictures, nigga. And he's like, it doesn't matter who posted the picture. No, they argue like it don't even matter who posted the picture. But, but, but they going hard. She was, he was like, so was you fucking him while you was with him, with me? But, 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 but you, how many times you fucked him? And then who else you fucked? He going in, he going in, which is, which is rude. So, but she was giving it back to him. She hit him with that ether. I can't lie. That shit, that I was like, damn. You know, you listen to Nas and Jay Z, and Nas put out that. You thought Jay Z was getting that Nas and super ugly and all that shit, and then Nas came with that. Fuck Jay Z, what's up, niggas? I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You what? Fuck Jay Z, you did on my dick, nigga. You love my style. Ah! I treat you so like Ether. You talk about whole. You you remember that Ether? That Ether when when Nas dropped Ether. That's how, that's what it felt when Issa said, so how's your whoop whoop app going? Because I haven't got no whoop whoops on my phone. I was like, oh my God, kill them, kill them. Cause I love to see a good beef. Y'all know me. I love a good rap beef. I love a good beef beef. So it's like, kill them, kill them. Ain't getting no whoop whoops on my phone. I was like, Issa, no, he dead already. But no, 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 no. Lauren, Lauren, nope, nope, nope. Lauren didn't take that sit down. She was like, I supported you for those two years or whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's that she was going in. She thought she was going in. Lauren said, well, something about, something about fucking, 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 how many people you fucking, blah, 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 fuck you, fuck you, da, 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 da. He said, well, you out here being a motherfucking hoe? I said, oh, shit. Because that touched the soul. That touched her. So when he called her a hoe, I was like, damn, Lawrence. Damn. 
shit. Cause she was like, really, my nigga? Like that hurt, that hurt her so that hurt everybody watching. Everybody watching got triggered. Every woman, all, almost every woman watching got triggered. Cause they done, cause somebody done inappropriately called them a hoe. Cause first of all, don't call people hoes. <laughs> Secondly, Issa is going through her whole phase, but she a horrible hoe. She's a horrible hoe, Lauren. She is not even a good hoe. So how you gonna call her? Cause if only you knew how much of a bad of a hoe Issa is. Ho, Issa out here hoeing, catching feelings. So she's a bad hoe. So you're not even accurate in it. You, she wasn't a hoe with you, but still. Then, then Issa bringing up the, um, Tasha. I think she called her Big Titty Tasha or something like that. You cheated with Tasha with the Big Titties at the bank. How long that's been going on? Like Issa, Issa, Issa. Don't try to justify your cheating with some old backwards ass logical, logical shit talking. How long that been going on? It haven't been going on that long, girl. It haven't been going on that long. Mind you, they argue. Mind you, both of them are arguing with each other. Neither one of them are together. They don't post. They don't post to be moving on, but you know, both of them argue, so they still give a fuck about each other. They're both trash. They should be together. So then, Lawrence, Lawrence hits her with a, "You out here being, you out here being a hoe, a fuck, a fuck. You never a hoe. You a fucking hoe. You out here being a fucking hoe. So you a hoe that's fucking. That's that's like redundant. You out here being a fucking hoe because you know, like a a puppy, a a." A pu- a puppy puppy a little a little puppy that's redundant because puppy is means little so you you say a little dog which would be a puppy or you say l- puppy which is a puppy instead of a little puppy that's redundant it's like when you say you're a grown ass man grown means man you know grown man grown man to same thing anyway <laughs> then he hits her with that double negative you know fuck you have been a fucking hoe. And then the new girl walks up. She's like, um, you know, hey. And then they, they leave. And then Lauren's still, Lauren's still fucking up because he should have dropped her off because obviously you still got feelings for Issa. But nope, nope. She goes, we can still get that drink because she needs, I guess she want to be dicked down so bad. She's like, you know what? We can go still go get that drink. So they go get their drinks or whatever. They end up kissing in the bar and shit. Then they cut to some more kissing. But guess what? This kissing is for some fucked up shit. This kissing is Molly and Dro. They fucking in the bathroom of where the party at. Because who? Because, hey, your wife is not at the table right now. They they all the kind of wilding. Then this is what makes it worse. They get done fucking. And this is... I kind of have my suspicion, but actually, this didn't make this didn't make me not this didn't make me think that he was um married. This just this was just funny. They get done fucking in the bathroom of the restaurant where your wife is currently at the table waiting for you to come back from the table because you're probably getting her a drink or whatever. He goes, yo, hang back for a minute. Ugh, that ether. That ether. You out here thinking that this man is for you, but girl, he ain't your man. Again, so it's like everybody in the situations are just on some trash shit. You you out here fucking a married man. He, he, you, and then he telling you he in an open relationship. This man ain't in an open relationship. Cause if it was an open relationship, then Candace would have asked you about it. But she didn't. So he lied to you, girl. But anyway, so Molly calls her parents, you know, after, after I guess on her ride home, after her, you know, she done got slutted out, smutted out or whatever at the, at the goddamn, at the, at the, in the bathroom. With the mayor, man, that's, that's some crazy shit. Like, did nobody not notice that they was, like, going together and came back, like, around the same time? You know, she got her parent, her, her mom, and her mom tells some really corny shit. So, that that's whatever. But the funniest part about this episode is when Issa gets home. 
Because Issa, as you notice, Issa done been triggered all goddamn episodes. She's just mad at everybody. Motherfucker, she mad. She mad at, she mad at men, period. A man could have, could have opened the door for her. She'd be like, oh, you think I can't open the door for my motherfucking self? I ain't strong enough to open the door. Fuck you, motherfucker. Blah, 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 blah. I can open the door. I'll open three doors. So she gets home and she sees a letter talking about her rent has been increased. Her rent is going to be increased. Man, if Molly, I mean Molly, if if Issa didn't lose her shit in that moment, boy, she started flipping over tables. She started breaking shit. And I'm thinking this whole time, you, again, are pretty stupid. Because you're going to be mad right now in this moment. And you're going to be mad in the morning. You're going to be double mad. You're going to be mad at that moment because of the situation you're now in. And when you wake up in the morning, you're going to be mad again because of the situation you're just put yourself in. Cause now you have to pick up all this shit that you have left on the floor from fucking it up. And then you don't have enough money. You don't have enough money to replace this shit. So you about to be shit out of luck. You have now fucked up everything that you had. So now you got nothing. So now you got some high ass rent. You got no furniture or no no cabinets, no nothing in this high ass rent place. So you're just living in this place, just living in the place. It's gonna be all the way fucked up. She done fucked up. And that was the episode. Some other shit happened in the episode too, but I don't care. It's like so that's that so so Issa, Issa done found herself. In a very compromising situation where now she done fucked her place up. The season finale is next week. It's going to, instead of it being 30 minutes, it's going to be 45 minutes. So we got 45 minutes to argue. Because a lot of you women will not, a lot of, a lot of you women would not see the point that Issa is trash on the show. Issa trash, Lawrence trash, Dro trash, everybody trash. Lil Ray the only innocent angel in the show. I'm just playing. Even, it's just all kind of fucked up because Issa out here being trash. Issa out here catching feelings. Issa getting mad at the nigga. Tomorrow she want to make the nigga feel special. I thought you weren't trying to catch feelings. So you, you told, you trying to get aggressive with him telling him, I want you to just know what it is. And then you don't even know what the fuck it is because you set the boundaries and you crossed them. So now you mad at this nigga for stupid shit. And this just all this shit going to hit the fan next week. And I feel it. And a lot of women are defending Issa to the death. Oh, men are trash. Men are trash. Men eat. No. Ethan can stab a dude on the show. They'd be like, well, Lawrence didn't have a job for two years. What they got to do with anything? He just didn't have a job for two years. She supported him. Like, God, like, y'all motherfucker. Like, what the fuck? The, what the fuck? They got to do with anything. Like we said, Lawrence is trash for not having it, for not su- supporting himself. And he says trash right now. Fucking Tiffany is trash for throwing the party. Goddamn Molly is trash. The whole everybody on the show is trash. The characters, not the actual people. The, ma- the actual people are amazing. Because seeing Amanda Diva playing a bougie role is crazy. That's like a paranormal activity type shit. So it's like I love so that's why like I love the that's what I love about the show is that you get everybody gets so caught up into it. But some of y'all so caught up into it that y'all ain't even making no goddamn sense. Because y'all gonna stop shooting Issa Bell. Issa bugging. He's out here getting mad at niggas for for busting. Like what the fuck? So <laughs> I don't know. How the hell do I transition for this? What what the fuck, man? So yeah, next week, like always, we're gonna we're going to be live tweeting it. We're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna try to. <sighs> I was gonna have somebody on the podcast this today to talk about that show, but I was like, man, this might end. This might not go. This might not go too well. 
So I was like, I didn't, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. So we're going to be back next week. On next week episode, I'm either going to talk about the time I almost got robbed or the time I got into a, I got into a fight with a Nazi. So I'm going to let y'all vote on Twitter, Instagram or whatever. We'll put up a poll. We'll probably put up a picture. We'll let y'all decide which story y'all want to hear first. Y'all get to hear both stories. It won't be in the same episodes because they're not lengthy, but y'all know me. I can, I can, I can tell it. I don't, I don't want it to take up a whole episode talking about shit, talking about two damn stories. So y'all, which one y'all want to get first? Y'all want to get the Nazi story or do y'all want to get the almost got robbed story? Both of them are great. Both. I'm not going to say which one is better. One of them is better than the other one, but you can probably guess which one is the better one, but both of Actually, not actually. One is not better than the other one. More one is more. You're gonna jump up out your seat and go, ah, shit, yeah. And the other one, you're like, oh, one gonna leave. One is funny, and the other one is both of them is funny. But one of them is yeah. okay. So, but anyway, we'll vote. So we'll vote on Twitter and Facebook and all that other shit, Instagram. So Nazi story, robbery story, and then we we'll probably get some stories about Lady Gaga and the fun she had in Hawaii or whatever. Hopefully, she did something crazy like jump. I told her to jump off. Of, she don't, man. Y'all got, we got, people gotta start living life. Cause I told her to go jump off a rock. She ain't gonna jump off no rock. She ain't gonna jump off no rock. But she should jump off a rock. Fuck it. Jump off rocks, man. Life is too short. Jump off a rock. And on that note, thank you for listening to the Aqua Minority this week. Join us next week. Follow us on our social media at the Aqua Minority. Use hashtag the Aqua Minority. Aqua Minority Misfits. And we'll catch you next week. <laughs>